Welcome to See It Our Way, a student-run podcast from the Foundation for Blind Children's Adult Services Comprehensive Program, located in Phoenix, Arizona. Our goal is for listeners to see it our way and learn about journeys through life with low vision and blindness. This podcast hopes to raise awareness and help listeners understand how we go about our daily lives during and after vision loss. You will hear stories of hope and perseverance, creating a conversation about how life with vision loss is not worse, just different. Welcome to See It Our Way. I'm Matthew Bullis. And today we have students from the Teen to Work program, which is an outreach during the summer at the Foundation for Blind Children. If everyone can introduce themselves. Hi, I'm Shaylin, and I'm the Teen to Work program coordinator. My name is Divine. I will be a senior this upcoming fall. My name is Lisbeth. I will be a junior this fall. Hi, my name is Samantha, and I will also be a junior this fall. Shaylin, I want to ask you about your role in this program. What are your duties as the program coordinator? My duties are creating the schedule and going through the curriculum, helping make sure that the program runs smoothly, answering questions, running staffings with VR counselors, and also the other paperwork side of things. And how did you get involved with the foundation? I was in transition programs also as a student and After I graduated college, I came back and I started teaching in the summer programs. So I've been involved for quite a while. Could you describe the day in the life of a Teen to Work participant? This year looks quite different. Obviously, since it's all virtual, this year our program runs from 9 to 2.30. And every morning we start off as a group and have a job readiness lesson, and that could be anywhere from writing a resume, learning how to fill out applications, learning interview skills, interpersonal work skills, lots of things to help prepare students seeking a job. Then throughout the rest of the day, they are scheduled either in smaller groups or one-on-one lessons for activities of daily living, assistive technology, orientation and mobility, and we also have orientation and adjustment to disability group lessons, and then a fun recreational activity every Friday afternoon for the students to help build relationships and for them to get to know the other participants. How many students were in the program overall? So we have seven students in the program. How many years have you been staffing that program? This is my fifth year. How many of you is it the first year in this program? This is Divine. It's my first time here. This is Lisbeth, and it is my first time in this program. And Samantha, how about you? This is my second year in the program. What did you learn in the Teen to Work program overall? This is Divine. We started off with job readiness, which taught us a lot about writing resumes, filling out applications for work, and how to prepare yourself for an interview. In activities of daily living, we learned how to cook and how to properly fold clothes because I wasn't really good at that at first. And then in orientation and mobility, I learned how to use a cane because I didn't know how to use it before as well. So that was pretty helpful. I also learned a lot about how addresses work. I also like got to make friends. So I learned a lot of social skills and how to communicate better. and. Yeah, that's basically it. This is Lizbeth, and this year from the Team to Work program, 
I learned in job readiness how to do um, elevator pitch, resume, cover letter, how to be more independent in my speaking skills, how to work with others in smaller groups, and I made new friends, and how to fold my clothes. I learned how to cook and how to clean. I learned about streets, addresses, how to use my cane more properly. And assistant technology, I learned a lot of technology that I never knew that would help me in my life. And I really enjoyed this program and I'm I'm looking forward to return. Samantha, in job readiness, I learned how to uh, write a resume and like fill out a job application and activities of daily living. I basically got better at some of the skills that I had trouble with last year. That's basically it. What would you say is your proudest accomplishment in the program? This is divine speaking. I guess, you know, learning to cook is an accomplishment in its own, but I came here disoriented. I didn't know like what, what kind of career I wanted to like set with. I like art. And so I was willing to just do whatever, like fit in the bubble of art. But I learned that there's too many and I had to like focus on at least a few things. Thanks to the teachers, I got to settle with a career choice, which is teaching art. Along with that, I would do freelancing if I wanted to. So I guess that would be my greatest accomplishment. Before, I didn't know what kind of career I wanted to go in. And thanks to the program, I was able to like use everything that I liked and put it into one. This is Lisbeth, and my accomplishment was that I got the opportunity to speak to someone of the career that I want to study. and motivated me to continue with my dreams and I accomplished learning about skills in job writingness that I never knew that we would be useful in an actual job. I am really proud that I got the opportunity to be in this program because I learned a lot and when I was younger I never wanted to do this program but now that I'm in it I feel very thankful that I got this opportunity to learn more about myself. And what changed in you that you wanted to do the program now than before? And what career are you going into? My friend Samantha was telling me that it was a very good program, that she learned a lot of skills. And I used to have a different orientation and mobility teacher and my visionally impaired teacher who kept telling me to try doing this program because it would help me with my skills, with my orientation and my daily living and I feel glad that I listened to them and I want to study to be a nutrition dietitian. This is Samantha. I'd say just to get a lot more independent in myself since last year we were in the dorms this year we were um, working at home and I got more familiar with my kitchen and other parts of my house that I was not as familiar with before and then just getting a lot more independent in myself and in my surroundings. And the career you're going into? I want to be a special education teacher. What excites you about going into the workforce with your chosen career? I would say that I guess having independence. When I was younger, older people always said that when you're an adult, you're gonna want to be a kid again. But I don't want that. I don't think that's me at all. I want to grow up. I mean, I know that adulthood is hard, but I want to work through it. I want to be by myself, (laughs) advocate for myself. I want to like make my own decisions, just control my own life. And I think that it can help me with that. So that's what excites me about working. What excites me is that I want to save people's lives and I want to be more independent 
and I want to work like in a doctor area and I want to be helpful. This is Samantha. I think what excites me most about being in the workforce is being more independent, being able to have the means to be able to like provide for myself, be able to do what I need to do. Why should other high school students with visual impairments participate in this program? How would you recommend it? What would you tell them? I think what's special about this program, at least for me, is that I didn't know that other people had my kind of problem. At least the school I went to, I was the only one who was the blind kid. And I always felt kind of like left out and alienated because, you know, I was just, I carried a cane. I had this big machine and, you know, I just felt like very like alone and I didn't think other people felt that way. And when I came into this program, it helped me like make friends. It helped me like know that I'm not the only one who goes through what I go through. And I got to see other kids' perspectives on that. And so you can make friends and get to know other people who have similar experiences to your own. This is Lisbeth, and I recommend other high school students to come to this program because you learn how to be more independent, how to socialize with people that have visually impairments, just like us. And you make friends that are visually impaired and you're not left out. And I also recommend people to come to this program because you learn a lot of tools and you get to speak to your VR counselor. And it also helps you prepare for the job force. It helps you for your future. It helps you to become more successful. It'll change your life when I started the program to the ending. I never saw myself doing a lot of these things that I'm learning and I made more friends and I feel very thankful that I got this opportunity. I think that I'd recommend the program to other high school students because it really helps you getting started with your resume and stuff. I know some high schools do offer classes that help with that, but I think since it's a summer program and you could go in more depth, I think it just gives you a lot more experience. What would you say was the hardest thing that you overcame during the program? What skill or what task was difficult that you now can complete with ease? I guess self-advocacy. I think I, I've gotten like a hold of it more. I'm very shy and so at school I never knew how. I was always like scared to like tell my teachers that I needed oh this paper to be this specific font or this size or I have to sit in the front or those little things. But I was always afraid that she's going to think I was annoying or the other kids are going to say, oh, I'm being treated special. But when I came here, I learned that it's my right. I can do that. I can tell the teacher that I need this and that. And I don't have to like care about what the other kids say. So that's one of the things I came here. I wasn't really good at that. So I think this upcoming fall, I'm going to be a little bit more like independent and speak for myself and tell people what I need when I need it instead of just being afraid that I'll be annoying. I need it to be successful and that's just how it is. This is Lisbeth and I learned how to advocacy, how to speak up for myself and I feel like when we go back to school in the fall I'll be more successful and speaking for myself and more confident. Also with the cooking, daily livings, I wasn't really good at cooking and now I feel like I couldn't get a little bit more around my kitchen and know where everything's at. I feel the same way. I feel like that was a big part of it. Does anybody have any fun stories that were group activities or something that you personally learned? Actually, we did this yesterday and we're still working on it, but we did um, a collaborative story where 
one student writes a sentence and the others like follow up with it. And I like storytelling. So I thought that was really like a very creative like project for us to work on. It's, and it helps with like teamwork and just seeing how different our minds are and how we can like create this Frankenstein of a thing. So that was really fun. This is Samantha. I think one good one is how after classes, Elizabeth, Divine and me, we'd be on calls for like two hours after the thing ended. And we just stay talking and laugh. And I really like it because it shows that we all could become friends even though we haven't met in real life. This is Lizbeth and I am very happy that I got the opportunity to talk to Samantha and to Divine. We would laugh for two hours and it was fun because at school I would never really want me to laugh and stuff. And in this program, I feel more confident with myself. And it was fun. Yesterday's story time where we did that story where we put a sentence each. It was really fun. For those who were in this program in previous years, how different was it to now with being virtual? It was a big difference. Last year, we went to ASU and we stayed there for six weeks and we did everything there. We even got an internship, but... This year, we're doing everything at home. It's a lot less time working, but it's a big difference. ADL, having to learn how to do things a bit on your own. And if you have help, that's even better, like with your parents. I think virtual is kind of flawed, but it has some benefits. Being able to do stuff at your own time and be flexible with the schedule. But it also has some of the flaws like bad internet connection in some areas and not being able to connect sometimes and have to move things around because of the internet. So this is Shaylin and I would say that the biggest difference between in-person and virtual is the internship that the students normally get to experience and apply their job readiness skills to a job and also put their orientation and mobility skills of riding the bus and light rail and ride share. That would probably be the biggest difference. However, virtual has allowed us to be creative and come up with new ways of teaching things and also just new topics. And it has really allowed us to have a lot of guest speakers that we don't normally have. So a lot of the partnerships that we've built over the years with places where students would normally intern have come and participated on our virtual meetings and given presentations and allowed the students to ask questions. And so that has been a really neat experience. And it has also allowed students to learn virtual interview skills because sometimes even when we're not all virtual, sometimes you still do have phone interviews or interviews over Skype or Zoom or other platforms. And so it has also allowed us to teach students those types of skills of how do you still have a professional interview even when it is not in person. We've also done some really neat video projects where the students express their creativity. We've done like a workplace fashion show where they show professional dress versus casual versus business casual. And they've recorded speeches and different things like that. So none of us on this conversation have ever met in person. How does that feel overall? Is there something that's 
Missing besides the in-person, are there still connections made? Personally, for me, I'm not really good at talking to people face-to-face, but I don't think you need to meet in person. I mean, meeting in person could be fun, you know, but I don't think it's that different from how we're doing it right now. I've learned a lot about the kids here. Even if we had met in person, I would have learned just as much, maybe more, but I learned that, you know, a lot of us have similar interests. A lot of us have gone through similar experiences and I feel like it would have been more or less the same if we had met in person. This is Lisbeth and I feel that if we were in person, we would be able to know a lot more about each other, but I feel like on the computer, we're still learning about each other. We're seeing each other's faces, but I feel like it's not the same. Yeah, I agree. I feel like we'd learn a bit more about each other since we'd be spending a lot more time together. Does anybody have any closing thoughts? Thanks for being on this podcast today. I would say to anyone who's thinking about coming to Teen to Work, do it because it's fun (laughs) and you'll learn a lot. And maybe if you guys do it in person, you get to meet actual people and do actual like internship stuff so um this is lisbeth i just wanted to say that thank you for giving me the opportunity to speak and to have the opportunity to get this posted around the world so people could hear us and to encourage other people to try this program that you learn a lot and you experience stuff and you learn a lot of stuff that you never knew that was very useful and I just wanted to say thank you. And this is Shaylin and I would say going into this this year virtually not seeing the students in person I was interested in seeing how it was going to go as far as building connections and I think it's actually gone really well. I think we have gotten to know each other and the recreational and fun activities that we're able to do virtually has helped and although students aren't living together and learning those problem-solving skills of living with a roommate, they are still able to build relationships and I and so happy to hear the stories these three ladies shared and how much they've grown. It's really cool to see that we were still able to have a tremendous impact even in this virtual situation. Thank you for listening to See It Our Way, a podcast to help with awareness regarding blindness and low vision. Please click like and subscribe to follow our journey and connect with us through our website, www.seeitourway.org slash FBC podcast and through all of our social media channels.